Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros. Man, we're four days away. Four days away for thank you for my service. Matt Best's book is about to hit the streets. Man, we've been talking about this for three years. It's finally upon us. Super, super amped. Uh, We're all over the place promoting the book. This was an episode we recorded a little bit back with two of our faves, uh, Jonathan Kites and Jamie Kaler are on the show. They're back on the show. Um, man, we've had these guys on two or three times at this point, and uh, they're fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, the fact that they both were able to collide at the same time and join us was absolute magic. We'll get to that in a second. But first, we got some sponsors to put this whole fucking shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, talking about ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Get a mattress. Uh, get a mattress for 15% off. If you're military or first responder, that's right, at the bottom of the page, uh, they got to click it, click it and rip it. Uh, You get 15% off of everything in the store forever. Talking about sheets, pillows, mattresses, the adjustable bases, everything, you name it. It's 15% off if you're military or first responder. It's amazing. Um, If you're a regular civilian like myself, regular human, their deals are still fucking unbelievable. $200 off a Ghost Lux mattress, uh, free Pillows coming with it. Uh, the the sheets, the cooling sheets are absolutely amazing. And those new pillows, by the way, are also cooling as well. You'll see what I'm talking about when you get them. They're kind of cooler to the touch. Uh, amazing. And as always at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, they've got a pay-as-you-go program, 36 months, no interest. No one is offering that on the internet. Get yourself a mattress if you need it. We realize it's a big ticket item. Wouldn't tell you to get it if you didn't need it. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we've got boxofawesome.com. Boxofawesome.com. All you do, you go to their sites. You fill a little five questionnaire about things that you like in your life as a dude. And every month they send you a box full of fucking magic, dude, that just shows up your house. Uh, It's amazing, man. I just got a box of knives from them. Um, like an amazing box of knives. I don't know if they know that I'm into knife throwing or that my wife cooks, but either way, I'm amped about it. Uh, go to boxofawesome.com today. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS. Uh, you get 20% off your first box. Boxes are only like 45 bucks. Um, it feels like Christmas every single month, man. I've, I've gotten a dop kit. I've gotten a travel bag from these guys. Uh, th- they've got a cask, too, that you can put whiskey in. And it'll just age it for you. Um, that's sold out, but I want that fucking thing. Go to boxofawesome.com right now. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. Uh, again, 20% off. Last but not least, on the sports show, we'd like to welcome back mybookie.com. Mybookie.com doubles your deposits all the way to $1,000. $1,000 with the promo code Drinking Bros. We're going hard. D'Anthony, D'Anthony, and I are on the sports show. We're going hard. We're betting on all of them shits uh, this year. Uh, we'll be in Orlando, Florida doing a live show um, from, a, from a Drinking Bros house, which I'm sure that's going to turn out awesome. 
Um, <laughs> totally kidding, Jeff. Can't wait to see you next week, my man. Um, we're, we're betting on uh, Miami versus Florida. That's the opening of the college football season and all of the NFL all year long. Bet along with us or bet against us. Go to mybookie.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros to double your deposits. Uh, and also, again, just go out and buy thank you for my service. It's time. Four days away. Super close to the New York Times bestseller list. Get that hardback. That's what will help us drive up the list. Uh, and Matt Best will be in a town near you very, very soon. So please check uh, his Instagram and Facebook for dates for his book tour. Now, let's get into the show, shall we? Here is Jamie Kaler and Jonathan Kite. Yeah, yeah. this is showbiz, Ooh. baby. Showbiz. Welcome showbiz. to Drinking Bros. Jamie Kaler's back. Yep. I am. We love you. Jonathan Kite is back. Hi. You are these also are all, loved. These are, all, these are all people we've already had, so we don't have to do any of the bio stuff. No. Oh, intros. We could just go stupid. I don't give a fuck where you're from in Google. this one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wikipedia. Next. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> you just came from an audition. Yeah. I- I'm going to guess it was either a Coke drug dealer. Like, what? what, what is this outfit you're wearing? Uh, oh, was that was for a, the audition, or is this real life? This is life. Okay, great. Uh, I'm a Coke dealer in real life. Yeah, I'm yeah. auditioning. Yeah. Uh, it was a voiceover audition. Well, you gotcha. know what they say, dress for the job you want. So. Brother. Well, yeah. if I spill any on me, nobody can tell. What, cocaine? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody can say a word. I love that about yeah. voiceover auditions. You can roll in in PJs and just say, fuck it, turn the mic on, and we're, we're good yeah. to go, essentially, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of the people just do it in their closet and then send in the file. I have started doing that on certain yeah. auditions. If there's some stuff that's like a voice match, I don't know. If you're the same way for voiceover. Well, you're more of an impressionist, so you do voice match stuff. I'm always like, it's not my jam. I'll go in if I want like some direction or if it's like a That's uh, what, yeah. Like a like a lead or an animated series or something. But if it's like, hey, come down to Lowe's, then I do that in my closet. I don't do the <laughs> I don't do low I don't do commercials because I hate them. Like I just don't I there's you can tell that there's no in, in, it's always like fake enthusiasm for me. Like there's guys like you who are good at it. It's like a local, like a local newscaster. Well, that's how I, that It's called acting. Same, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can't even fake. The I can't enthusiasm. even fake that. I'll do commercials on camera all day. I sure. love that shit. I just I can't be like Taco Bell, the new cheesy gordita. I'm like no, the I new cheesy gordita. Those, but I can book them when it's a series of uh, like a long story and it's sarcastic or something. I can do that. But if it's just the guy at the end who's like. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Can't book it. Are you it's, talking not who shit? I, it's not what I do. About Bob Mettery right now? Because he's doing all the Buffalo Wild he Wings is. commercials. Who is? Bob, Bob Mettery. You know him? Look at uh, the Instagram guy. Yeah, go to his Instagram. Oh, really? So yeah, he got famous on Instagram for pulling up sports clips and then saying, Tiger oh. Woods banging whores on the ninth hole. He's the one that's been overdubbing all his. Yeah. his I own like overdubbing. I, I've done a bunch. It's, Those it's are funny. funny. And yeah, he dude. blew up. So he's yeah. been getting like crazy money. Well, no, I, I, I actually. I'm jealous of those people that can do that because that's just not like it's like an acting thing when people think like you do stand up so you must be able to do 10 other things sure and so the truth is like i just that's one thing that i i don't really like to host i can do hosting things like um like uh like uh, like qvc shit a buddy of mine and his wife they're so fucking good at that it's unbelievable you can I, say fuck it's a skill it's oh, okay. a skill yeah, to yeah, do yeah. That. you can say whatever the fuck you want yeah i used fuck to yeah. fight it dude i used to fight 
the whole oh I'm not I don't want to host I'm an actor and then I I fell into hosting because I was former Navy guy so I ended up hosting the show in America uh, Heroes Network and uh, <laughs> it was the greatest job ever you're no you're I would imagine like that you were a great episodes. host it was I really am, fun. he's a monster you have so a lot, lot of enthusiasm I yeah. was hosting the GI like it was like okay but finally I was, the same. I was like I don't want to do this and then it was kind of like oh this is actually really easy and fun and and uh you can weave in new shit yeah, yeah and you're like you don't super... even have to learn lines you just read the fucking teleprompter oh i wish that's the thing is it's i the best. i want to be better at it but i think that there's something that comes off a little judge not even judgmental about it but like you know how kevin spacey um aside from all the pedophile shit he always came off as a uh as a guy who like thought he was better than you, as a smarm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, yeah. like you, I, as an elitist mentality. I that, had a joke uh, about him oozes. hosting a game show yeah. called, or a, a talk show called "I'm Better Than You" with Kevin Spacey, where he just has people on, and then he like finally he have on Jesus Christ, but then he would like lecture Jesus about how much better he was and couldn't get a word in edgewise. I think that. And you Spacey. do Spacey. Yeah, but I think Kevin Spacey would... Let me hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drop the Spacey it, force. You, got, you can't set I'll, that look, up. Look, I do a bunch of impressions, so we can, we can go back and forth you and drop do? some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll, I can't wait to so hear So we can those. do a bunch of them. Oh, my God. Now, now I'm on the spot. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be great. Um, what are you talking about? It's a me, too. So, I, look, you know, it's a me, him. Uh, yeah, let me see. I, I, um, what would I... I'm trying to remember the sketch. It would... Or the, uh, the bit. Uh, yeah, welcome... Wait... Welcome back to I'm Better Than You with me, Kevin Spacey. See, it's not great. <laughs> it's not, you can hear it. It's not great. No. No, no it's not at all. It's because you're not I can see it. I've seen you on stage <laughs> no, no, Spacey, saying, and you kill Spacey. I could do, that's the thing, is I haven't worked, especially. Do you need prep? Are you like an opera singer? You need to go yeah, into you voice need to... work? I could do anybody, anybody that I do recently. Him, a guy like him, I, I stopped doing. Because of everything that went on, it just kind of got. It was in poor taste. Yeah, who's your I, latest guy now? Who, who's your latest guy that you do? Uh, Adam Driver or uh, uh, um, Adam Driver is nice and obscure That's enough. Unique. What but, yeah, let's hear like? Adam Driver. Um, Adam Driver is like um, he's always like Kylo Ren trying to figure it out. You know, he's um, um he uh, kick. Uh, come on, kid. Come on, come on. Uh, all right. That's <laughs> on, dude. So I agree, Adam Driver. See, I don't need prep. I just like Kevin is one of those guys that I just don't do anymore, right. and so it's you know I don't or I do Anthony Bourdain. Oh, my wife would fucking oh, let me hear that lose one. her shit. Guys, I'm here with the Drinking Bros. Oh podcast. shit, we're having a great time. We're having coffee, and we're listening to fucking planes fly over. Join us as we sit here and enjoy the vast, wonderful weather that Los Angeles has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, nobody's on, dropped a Bourdain that's before. Well, that's, so that's what I try to do is I try to do – like I'll, I can do walk-in. I can do those other guys. But Walk-in's always hacky. Jack yeah. Nicholson's it's, always I hacky. Do, yeah, but that's yeah. one of those ones that everybody, everybody has. Everybody can do, yeah. So yeah. Don't yeah. Do. yeah. yeah. Jane Moore kind of owned – he took it. And he wasn't even the first to do it. No, Pollock no. used to do it. And, and this guy that I knew, Roger Cabler. Yeah. Oh, Cabler was the best. The best. This guy that no one ever heard of. I mean, he's so – fucking funny it came down between him and jim carrey for in living color yep. and jim did more characters and he did more impressions uh-huh but my god is he good do you know what he's doing now roger cabler yeah no but i love him okay so this tell is me tiny... this is a positive story uh, i'm not sure it's not 10 to 15 it's on the fence yeah, you, can go yeah, you decide so it was a smaller comedy club and i saw it was an evening with robin williams 
this was just recently, and Robin Williams, there's no evenings with Robin Williams any. There's no more evenings with Robin Williams. Right. right. But Roger Cabler is performing an evening with Robin Williams. And he comes out and does Robin Williams act. Part of me loves that to go like I've gone to see like cover bands that I've had so Beatlemania whatever yeah and, and sometimes Rich I'm like, Little did it for years he totally did it oh yeah why yeah, doesn't yeah. somebody Comedy do Mitch Hedberg's act or somebody's act that's <laughs> phenomenal and go out and do it yeah and so yeah. Cabler's doing an evening with Robin Williams and I don't know what it's like but his he kind Robin of goes, Williams is is unbelievable it's his, so good and he looks like him he looks like him really he yep. used to have the same manager like this was like 10 15 years yeah. ago so I got to hang out with him and like hear his stories and stuff, and he's just such a he's fascinating human being, like I, and, and one of the nicest guys. But he actually, I, I think on record, he has the original Christopher Walken. He did him first. He and was the guy, probably. He, yeah. yeah, I would. I, I think. I think even before Pollock did it. And then what happens is it becomes a bastardized version by the time yeah. Jay Moore did it. It's fantastic, but it's so stylized. I'm sure it Jay was, Moore's it was taken Walken from others. Has a lobotomy. Yeah, he just, yeah, 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 yeah. It's but, like, but he, he found the humor in it. It's pretty funny. Uh, incredible. Yeah. He found an angle with it. He totally found it. Which angle. a lot of other people are just sort of masking. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, they're just. Some people are such good impressionists that it's not even funny. Where you're like, that's actually a dead on version. Well, that's yeah, Rich you Little. A, you have to do a caricature to make it. Yeah, funny. It's like exactly. Yeah. And found go the over one the top. Hook yeah. yeah, that would yeah. make fun of like George Bush. He would find the one little that mannerism the yeah, guy yeah, had. Yeah, you yeah. Go, that's it. Well, I I'll do that with um, if if uh. For me, like I try to do as dead on as I possibly can, but I think if they don't know them, like the uh, obscure ones, because I do um, ones that people are like, "Oh shit, I never heard someone do that," but I can't place where that guy's from. Right. I have to push it a little bit. Yeah, you have to go more over the top so that they recognize who it's from. Exactly. And like with Trump, because to me, you're the best one doing Trump these days. But that's tough because there is. We talk about this with a lot of people. Yeah, because there's there's other people doing Trump, but I feel like it's it's you. I haven't heard yours. Oh. Unbelievable, incredible, un- people. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people are saying this. A lot of people. A lot of people. People. A lot of people. <laughs> well, you know why? Because I try to. The thing is, like, can we get o- Trump as a mumble That's rapper? Awesome. By the way, That's yeah, 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah. Trump is a SoundCloud God, rapper. Dude, that would be oh, that would be God, fucking hysterical. Like, if you did Twenty One Savage a lot, a lot, how much money you make? A lot, oh, a, lot. a lot, a lot, very, a lot. very, Gucci very. Gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a Gucci gang. Oh, the Gucci <laughs> gang. This is happening. This but is it, happening. But mine is like I try to do. Because I have a friend, um, like, there's probably a community of guys who do impressions that sort of know each other, like out here in LA. Sure. And um, that we, what I think we always talk about is like a lot of guys that that I have seen do impressions, I can actually see where they took it from. Because you, if you know some of those guys, you go, oh, you're doing his Chris Rock. Like right, I right, know. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. for me, like I can't hear someone else do something. And then, because then you do them. You're yeah, not exactly. doing. So for yeah. Trump, I like I literally watched him. Not whereas I see other impressionists, and and they go, "Oh, you watched Alec Baldwin do it, or you watched whoever do it." And I just can't learn it that That's way. That's like right. Shatner. I feel like everyone's doing Pollock's version 100%. of Shatner. Well, yeah. Shatner was Pollock, you, and then everybody started. Yeah. Did you yeah. see? Did you see the Shatner roast where Shatner told Pollock, "Hey, you're welcome for your career." Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. That was great. Yeah. He's still doing it in yeah, his act. He doesn't care. He, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, sure, he pulls yeah. it out with Columbo and the rest. Oh, of yeah, yeah, and yeah, Dudley yeah. Moore. Yeah, Dudley but, Moore. Yeah. I mean, which, by the way, is so good. Dudley Moore is that that impression is unbelievable. But and nobody does Dudley Moore. No. Well, back in the day. Back in the day. 
day. But yeah, it, yeah. But but Dudley Moore's so unique, and he was. I mean, Dudley Moore is one of my comedy icons. Oh my, he's Same. unbelievable, genius. Yes, and the, you. It was rare Cook. to see an American do. Um, like a British impression, right. because a lot of those guys—that's right—they just didn't do them, you know. Um, and it's funny to hear. I like to go back and watch the sketches or uh, um, his uh, stand-up because it's it's the way that impressionists used to do shit in the '80s, where they would literally just go, you know, William Shatner. What if he worked at Pizza yeah, exactly. Hut? Exactly. And that was like the bit. Yeah. yeah. The setup. The yeah. setup was yeah. just like, what, what if, if you're Christopher in an Walken? elevator with Kermit the Frog? It might sound a little <laughs> something like this. That's yeah, 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 literally, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 that is exactly uh, right. Yeah. 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 You know who you <laughs> saw? And then they go, thank you. Good night. <laughs> or you know who used to do that was Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. He was a great impressionist before he got on SNL. Um, uh, it's so funny, but he used to do um, Lenny Bruce in his act. Wow. Really? And he did, and he did, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't either. He did uh, a Jackie Gleason. Uh, as um, what did he do? He did like a honeymoon from the honeymooners. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was so, yeah. but it was, it was. It, well, it so was, did even Eddie Murphy did it with that. Norton, get over here, yeah, and start fucking. Yeah. <laughs> still one of like that whole that whole act from Eddie Murphy is incredible. Just fucking who's the who's the most people ask you to do? Uh, who's the one guy? Tom Hanks or Vince Vaughn or. Uh, Two really good, unique ones. I've, yeah, I no one does do... a Tom Hanks. What's the... <laughs> I go, here's my impression of Tom Hanks getting kicked in the nuts. Wow! <laughs> Fuck! Fuck my nuts! <laughs> <laughs> that one, like, I, you just got like getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> I, uh, hey, right there. I'm going I'm to be honest with you, baby boy. I fucking like your energy and shit like that, but you got me right in the cans. You got me right there in the stones, baby boy. I, my fucking plums are hanging a little bit lower. They're a little tight right now. They're a little fucking... <laughs> they're tight. They're tight right now, baby boy. You know what I'm saying? That's who, fucking tight, Who do you dude. do an impression of that you've met and they've asked you about So Vince it? Vaughn, that, um, so I got to do a table read... Um, I don't know. I don't know how many years ago this was, but I got to do a table read at Wild Wild West, his company, you know, and... Um, I was invited uh, by a friend who was in the movie, and it was really, it was intimate. It was very cool, like maybe 20 people in the room. And um, Vince could tell that someone, he knew that someone did an impression of him in the room. He had been prepped, but like nobody, nobody like pointed me out, and he didn't say anything. So, like, we go through the whole movie. It's great. We're, we're done. We go to leave. He goes to the bathroom, and Peter Billingsley goes, uh, Duvon. Will you do Vaughn for everybody? And like I said, Beetlejuice three times. Vince just like appeared. And he was like, ah, yeah, yeah, my man. I, I do me. Like, how do I sound? How do I sound? And then he and I and I looked around and I was just like, uh, and then they were like, yeah, yeah, you can do it for him. And then I did it and his face went like as white as a ghost. And then I was like, no, 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 man, I do other people because I don't want him to think I was like vocally stalking him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and so I did like, I don't know who else I did, but um, and then it was, I think it was, but he was, you could tell he was like, holy shit. And I'll tell you this. So I used to be at CA, well, I am at CAA for stand-up, but um, I go into the meeting upstairs, you know, when they have those conference rooms where they make, you know, they make you hang out in, but while you're waiting. And, uh, and the, the, the whole comedy team was there. And they're like, why don't you call Martin Lessack? That's his agent. And, uh, and see if you can't, like, get him on the phone. So all my agents are sitting around. There's a table, conference call. Oh, this is great. And, um, and, uh, and then I go, uh, the assistant picks up and he goes, hey, uh, uh, Martin, Le- Mart- Martin Lessack's office. And I go, hey, my man, is Marty around? Is Marty around? And he goes, Who, who's calling? I go, uh, it's Vinny. Vinny Vaughn? Is uh, it Marty around? And he, like, you could tell he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's in a meeting right now. Let me just see if I can get him. So he fucking put me on hold, 
Martin Lesak picks up the phone and goes, Vince, what's up, buddy? How are you, my man? I thought you were in the Caribbean. I go, I'm not in the Caribbean, my man. I'm in the, I'm in the conference room right now. I thought we had a meeting right now today. And you could tell that he was like, did we have a fucking meeting today? <laughs> and he starts, you, you can hear it. It's, it's, there's something in his voice. And I go, hey, my man, I'm hanging out up here with some, some girls. We got a couple ladies. We're having some sodas up here. We're having, a, we're having a bash. I'm in this conference room. Why don't you come up and meet me, baby boy? And then he goes, okay, you know what? I'm on a conference call. Let me call you right back. Let me call you right back. And then we called back. And we're like, no, that's a client of ours, Jonathan Kite. And he, it was like, holy shit. Was I he thought, pissed or was he cool I don't it? know. But I can tell you, he a hundred percent thought it was Vince Vaughn. Oh, that I can great. tell that's you. That's validation, right there. Yeah. Well, that I can is... also tell you hundred percent, he was probably pissed, <laughs> right? Well, like they... in the middle of your day, like, no, no, he's I know. probably coming down, going, "Yeah, that's that's kind of funny," because the other agents are buddies of his, right? <sighs> yes. Because otherwise, yeah. Because and they were like, "Hey," and the, the the head of the comedy department was like, uh, uh, "Hey, man, it, we, it was us. We were calling you as a goof or whatever, whatever." And I was just like, "Oh my god!" No one appreciates That's a, good a goof one too, man. more than a high powered manager yeah. in the middle of the afternoon who has all the time in the world. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like, "Oh, I was sitting around doing nothing." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what are we talking about? You cut to him on the toilet. What the? Fuck? What the? Fuck? Yeah, fuck Jonathan Kite, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. And so it's so that, but but people always try to get me. Like I was at a party with Rogan one time, Seth Rogan, and my friend came up to me and was like, "Does Seth Rogan know that you do an impression of him?" And I was like, "He doesn't. Why would he want a strange man just to like come?" And he was high as hell. Like everyone, it was it was a very private. Um, He's always uh, high as hell. Yeah. He's always. But yeah. but it was like, everybody was like smoking weed, and it was like a very um, intimate sort of setting. And it would have been super awkward for like a strange guy to just go up to him and start doing him for him. You know, it's like a fucking but if you're of black an, mirror. If you're an impressionist, though, it's the same way as a magician. Like, I got a buddy who's a magician of mine, yeah. right? And it's always, hey, can you do a trick? I know. Can you do a trick before you Because I do impressions, and it's the same thing. And they'll be like, hey, do so-and-so for so-and-so. I know. They'll fucking love it. They'll fucking love it. Yeah. It's one of those things with, like, magic or impressions. No, it's a, it's a card trick, yeah. Right. And everybody wants to hear it. It's and It's so an, good. It's an immediate icebreaker yeah. in the room. So I'll do that, but I'm saying, like, with, with Seth was when already high. right there. You're yeah. Like, uh... And then I'm like, dude, he doesn't want to be like, you guys are all friends. And this is Seth Rogen. He doesn't want, like, a, a strange dude just come up to his circle and be like, eh, 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 eh. You know, he doesn't want to hear that shit. He doesn't. It's like, dude, you know, I and also with a guy like that who people sort of there's people that do flattering impressions of people. I actually respect everybody that I do. I don't respect Trump. But like in some of those guys, I do like Alex Jones and um, I do uh, Rush Limbaugh. And for me, it's not it's not even a, a Democrat or Republican thing. It's like that. I just think Trump is kind of a. Crazy. And so when I – there is judgment in that, but all those other impressions I do, I love those people. And right. I do it out of respect. But where it's like, you know, I know that Rogan – I've heard that he doesn't like that people do impressions of him because I think that they kind of make him seem like this O for like, you know – DMT, Elk. Yeah. That, well, that whole, I, I got to hear some Seth, Seth Rogan. Seth Rogan. I think yes. he's a Joe no, no, Rogan. I know. I, I you know what's weird? Where you say Rogan the most, now. The most famous Rogan I know. now is, That's is why probably I said Joe. Yeah. I said Rogan. Yeah. I, go, I go, Rogan was at the party. Seth. When you yeah. first said Rogan, I thought Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I was like, wow. Of course. Jonathan's friends if with I Joe If I do Joe Rogan. All comedians now, all we think is. That'd be a good one. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, of course. Let's hear Seth Rogan. This is amazing. That's pretty tight. That's great. Every time high. I get a call for a voice, they'll they'll say, "Hey, can you come match Matt Damon or something?" And I go, "Not really." And there's like a hundred guys within a mile of your office who would destroy it. Yeah, Why? for sure. It's like when you start to do characters in this town or impressions, and then you meet people who are phenomenal at anything in this town. You're like, yeah, "That's not that's not what I do." Well, but can I tell you? I'll it. call that because they'll they'll go. 
do you do John Malkovich? And I go, uh, yes. I mean, I can probably do a passable one if you give me like an hour to learn it. But I said, my friend is going to book this job. And sure enough, he did. I right. called him. It was who, like, which one was it? Who? It, uh, uh, it was for Red 2. Who, who is it? Oh, it's a guy named Ross Marquand. I know. Of course, he's yeah. one of the best impressions. He is. So ever. he's a dear. We met at a party years ago. He's on Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Ah, gotcha. Um, uh, and we met before we uh, either of us had had much success, like when we were kids out here. And we met at a party, and we were just like, we both realized that we could do that. And we were just like two dogs in the corner yeah. just like sniffing each other's assholes and like that's all we did was just fucking hang out with each other and we're just like this is awesome like we we met another a like-minded person and he does super rare amazing, amazing impressions ones, yeah. and um and he's the coolest guy and he's the, such an amazing actor and everything but it's like I, I said i go ross is gonna book this job and sure enough yeah, he did. Doesn't he do the video series with Meskimen? Jim Meskimen, the two of them have that it would crazy. Impress me. It's absolutely yeah. phenomenal. What is that? Explain that for the audience. So these two guys, Jim Meskimen and uh, Ross, Ross Mark yeah. Wen, uh have this. Thing. How does it work? But it's 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 a whole video series, and the where they get these two so guys that get, that get um, pigeonholed as impressionists, ah. and they sort of can't get other work except doing like um, leave a voicemail as Christian Bale or whatever it is, you know. Right. Yeah, and um, they're the frustration. And then they have a bunch of impressionists on there who who are in the community, like Melissa Villasenor, who's now on Saturday Night Live, is in it. Uh, Piat Michael, who's a, a great friend, who's an amazing impressionist, is in it. And they just sort of like it's about their like the life of the impressionists. It's sort of like a, not a reality show because it's it's all scripted, but it's like a behind the scenes of what like their lives are like. Because that's that's, that's the danger, though, right? As an impressionist, yeah. where you're like, fuck, you don't want to get stuck in it. Because then that's all people will expect for the rest of your career. It is. Then like, you're hey. touring doing an evening with Robin Williams. Exactly. <laughs> in, in Harris. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. So you yeah. Don't know. People don't know. That's I, the problem. I'll do impressions on podcasts, but and but even my stand-up now, I um I just did a gig, and uh, the guy who opens for me, my best friend, he was like, dude, you didn't do any impressions for the hour, which is I used to only do them. But sure. then I didn't want to get pigeonholed as that. So I was like, no, I'm just going to do jokes and I'll do voices and I'll do characters and shit. But then I don't want to – the truth is I don't want to be Rich Little. And so I made it – you know, I'll, but I'll do them on podcasts and stuff, but I don't – you know. Keep so you've made, it, you've made a conscious effort to say, hey, I'm switching my act. Yeah. It's going to be an hour with characters, no impressions. Yep. That way you're not stuck doing – Yeah. Because that's, that's what that. I feel about like yeah, he did. Jim Carrey threw – he had a yeah. destroyer act. I mean, yeah. He threw the whole thing away. Well, but, he said he saw Rich Little in Vegas. He 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 says this, and it was so depressing. He that said he, was he goes like, yep. "I can't do." And this that was anymore. his idol. I mean, they're both yeah. Canadians. You yeah. know, he. I mean, he grew up idolizing him. And the truth is, like, I do it with with buddies. Like, we'll do dumb videos or like you know just right. like each other because we like you know my my buddies and I will just do that. But at the end of the day, it's like. I'll, oh, I'll do. You know what I'll do on stage is micro impressions. Like I'll do Ray Romano oh. having a nightmare. You got you got a nice micro. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's it, right? I'll do like micro impressions, and they're just like one-liners. But it's it. It's like it's done. And then I'll do a bit about like Family Feud or like about ghosts or whatever I'm talking about. Sure. Because, it yeah. is a skill. It's like when comics they play guitar, but some guy on the road gave him shit. And he's like, "Oh, what a cop out! You got to use your guitar." Yeah, because he can play it. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. And so it is a skill that you have that incorporates into any joke and makes the joke that much better. But I totally get people don't want to get pigeonholed. But when an audience comes, no, well, that's the thing. it's they, a destroyer. They, I mean, it's so crazy because I think that when I first started comedy out here, I think people used to – comics didn't like it. 
Because they can't do it. Well, then they, well, were, they, they look at it as a cheat, too. They do. It's, it's as like a cheat bullshit, code. It's not a but cheat. Then, but I'll tell you this. That, that's what happened. I, I used to do. It's the same thing. So when people would be like, oh, man, well, everybody's laughing because everybody knows those people already. You're doing famous right. people right. that they already love, that the audience already loves. Fuck you. I'm doing original material. And then other comics would start to hate you. And that's what But as I, long as the bits are good. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes so, people just do a literal quote from a movie. Where you're like, well, that's, you're just doing a quote from the movie. Yeah. If you go, even if it's like, what's it like, Kermit the Frog in an elevator? You're still like, well, it's a there's a premise. That's a my bit. closer. <laughs> that's my and closer. my <laughs> opener. I, I can't do it. I thought I had it. Maybe nah. don't you? All right. <laughs> um, if you if I see that, you're like, I never even heard you do that joke. I'm like, we talked about it on the podcast. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you were there, motherfucker. Right, right. As I play it back. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is, I will do. I'll do. Um, the thing is, they saw my writing, and then then I think they loosened up because I, when when whenever you hear an impressionist on stage, I think that the uh, reaction from a lot of people is to dislike them without giving them any you know because there's Robin Williams did impressions, he was amazing, yeah, and people go like yeah, but he's a great writer, so who gives a fuck? And so I have tried to make none of my impressions are you know Christopher Walken owns a deli or right. like uh, everything. Is, is if I'm gonna do like um, Jason Statham, I'll talk about the movie The Meg, which is like, which I can't believe that movie is out, and I I watched so, it. I just watched it the How? other night. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh yeah. You loved it. That's that's Jerry's wheelhouse. Dude, if it's got Jared, a fucking robot it? Dude, in it, it, is, or... this, it doesn't make any sense. It's I not said, great. And by the way, I go. I said Jason Statham is the worst guy. All he knows how to do is drive cars and do karate. Yeah. Neither of those things work against a shark. <laughs> and like I, I watched it the other day. I mean, and he I'm was like, driving a submarine. I know, I know it, man. It's like in real I'm, life, he's about five two. By the way, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get he, invited to his birthday party. Um, I'm friends with Vinny Jones, who's his best friend. Amazing, so I fucking love. I those did this guys. movie with Vinny, and Vinny's like, "Oh man, you gotta come on my buddy's birthday, right?" I don't know whose fucking birthday it is. Turns out it's Jason Amazing. Statham. That's oh, crazy. I love Jay. He's five two. I love his Statham. girlfriend. Me too. His girlfriend yeah. might, might be his wife now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five eleven. Yeah, thirty years younger. It looked than like him she and, could yeah. pick him up yeah. and walk him home. Yeah, yeah. In the baby Bjorn. Has anybody tried karate against a shark? Yeah, Jason know. Statham. Yeah, yeah, he tries it actually. I Did he roundhouse kick a shark? He was he, water. They pull him out of the water and like there's a kick in the yeah, preview. And it, I'm just is. like, yeah, him being, you know, you're just like, what the what's happening, That's bro? I like him, but when I watched that movie, every line he said, I felt like there was nobody else on set. No actors, no anybody. He turned the camera on and just turned to the camera and went. I'm out of here. Like everything is like a one-off line to well, camera. Well, it probably was because if it's you shoot so on a soundstage random. like that and it's all green screen, it probably was. And truthfully, because you know that movie was made for China and China only, right? Well, you know they tried to make it 20 years ago. Yeah, and and so now when they rewrote it, is you notice like all the attack and it's got like Chinese and the fucking lead girls Chinese. Yeah, the whole the whole yeah, code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's Chinese Chinese box right. office. Is so much higher than ours oh, now yeah. that it's yeah, built for them. Like you were talking about Matt Damon earlier, he did this movie called The Wall. I watched it. Where, where it was the white man in China so trying bad. to save all of China and the Great Wall, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Because it's not made for us. <laughs> no, anymore. I know. Did They're the largest. Seventy-two percent of the box office is overseas. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. They don't make these movies for Americans anymore. No. There's one with Jackie Chan, John Cusack, and Adrian Brody. And it's set in like the first century, some Roman emperor thing. And I, I was like, this is the what? worst. Jackie Chan and the Roman. <laughs> and, John Cusack, and John Cusack and Adrian Brody. Or I was that really real? high. I want to see this movie now. It's yeah, yeah. real. I do want to be it Adrian Brody, like from The Pianist Thin, though. I wish I was that dainty. Oh, he's dainty. You know, you oh. can wear a lot of cool shit like that. You he's can an wear Academy the... Award winner. He what is? happened? Yeah. He's a DJ. 
so he loves this is a true story he loves to fucking dj more than like he loves music loves to dj you know the other person is idris elba, idris elba yeah yeah loves the dj yep so i met idris elba at this party and it was very small it was like 20 people and he's djing this 20 person party and i'm like yo man and i just seen the wire you know and a white uh, guy seeing the wire fangirl out yeah, like yeah, yeah. you might as well have put some white claw in front of me yeah. at that point me and too. i was me too i was like dude what are you doing djing man no offense it was like i thought maybe it was on hard times and he was like no man i fucking love it this is what i do yeah. you know blah blah blah, blah, blah. And i was like if i could do anything's world, i'd rather dj than be an actor and i was like what and then cut to he blows up sexiest man alive all that shit what's the gig that he does this year fucking headlining the sahara tent at coachella yeah. i lost my tits <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. now he's going on a tour yeah. and he's opening up for somebody big yeah i want to say it's like ariana grande or somebody and i'm like dude so you're sick. idris elba you're one of the biggest movie stars in the world oh well, dude's dj were you not what? shocked he had a british accent yes first... the whole the whole thing you see the wire and then all of a sudden totally. you meet him he's like oh man and you're like wait what the fuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that Amazing. tripped me out have you seen rock and roller by the way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's a great fucking oh, movie. Amazing. That yeah, fucking movie oh it's really it's great. goddamn good have you seen That's it funny. Dude, yeah, it's guy ritchie he's got a guy really oh yeah jt's still on the meg yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. still thinking about Meg right now. I, the thing you I know liked what? about when they went into the you know the sub the sub Marianas trench, it's watchable. That was pretty cool. Yeah, nah. the whole movie's that cool. If cool. you're high and it's it's watchable. Yeah. I love how you guys are agreeing on the same thing but saying two different things because yeah. you're like it was amazing and you're like it was watchable. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you guys but you guys both like heard the other one say what you said but you didn't. You were like, hey man, my favorite of all time. He goes, I was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't turn the channel. <laughs> He's like, right? We're, We're saying fine. the same thing. We're Right? Here, isn't that America now anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I really appreciated. They were like, it's not just one movie. They gave you the sequel in the same movie. Yeah, yeah they Where did. Where all of a sudden they go, they the movie's did. over, and they go, wait was, a minute. I'm on a bigger was, second was, shark. Dude, that was a thing. Because you go, it's only been 52 minutes. That's How what I was Because I looked at my go, fucking Apple TV. I was like, wait a minute. This should be over. There's another 45 minutes. That's literally. Oh, my God. Happen. That is the so fucking you know, you go, there's another one coming. Does it, and it's, oh, it's bigger. They should have just rolled credits and brought it up and gone the Meg, too. And just well, I was going to say, it should have eaten the credits. It's like, what the fuck? And then Meg 3 is just one in space, and it eats the entire Earth. Oh, just like, oh that's machete. That's what they're trying to do, machete in space. Really? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Finally greenlight it? No. Oh, we tried. Well. We, we How did does that not get greenlit? Well, we, we, we did a campaign on this show where I was... Because Trejo's your guy. Yeah, yeah. I've done six movies with that dude, so it's like... I, I was like, let, just let me write and direct it. Yeah. Let me write and direct it, and I'll, we'll fucking make this guy. You call him with a check, he'll show up. He's the best. He just wants cash and a set and a pillowcase. But I I asked him why. I was like, dude, why? Why why do you do all this? And he was like, man, I was in fucking prison. Oh yeah. I I literally feel every single day grateful to be alive. So if I don't take this work and people want to see me and and do all this shit, because I feel guilty about it. Yeah. Um, Now he's cut his hours back at least, where he's just like, hey man, dude, guy's like seventy five. I know, but I didn't know that. Oh, he's been around for Runaway Train. I know, but it, so we, he was in range fifteen with with us. Yeah, uh, that I, you know that oh. I directed and like, you know, he gave us five hours and he was like, "Look, guys, I got I got five hours." And he was punching zombies and all that shit and like doing a lot of he's physical shit. He's a good guy and great. Like never a negative word to say about Dan. Yeah, yeah. He's looked the same for thirty years. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally Amazing. sober he for was t- he was 25 50 years, years ago, right? yeah. yeah, since prison. He was 25 years ago, 94, right? Yeah. I, Robert Rodriguez had the best quote about him. He said, he, Danny Trejo's got a face that you could rock climb on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. He yeah. owns it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, he's so, he's so interesting to look Where's at. Where's your Trejo impression? 
Right. Where's yours? Oh, uh, they don't have a tray, huh? It's, that would be a good one, a, though. Yeah. You'll, Everyone you'll knows You'll have it by tonight. Uh, brother, I'm call- you're like, what's this? Uh, you just get a voicemail? <laughs> real. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it right Me now. Machete. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. When I did, a, I did, I did stand-up in a, uh, China, and they were like, oh, do you do any Chinese impressions? And I was like, they just come off racist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, the, it's hard. Or, or I'll, sometimes I'll get on stage. I used to do this, and I'll go, just name anybody. I'll see if I can do them. And then people would only name black people for whatever reason. I know they're like, Kevin Hart, Denzel Washington. Yeah. And, and I was just like, I... Because they're trying to throw you, obviously, from the crowd. So it's like, do a Forrest Whitaker. And it's yeah. like, well, I, can, I, do, I can do Forrest Whitaker. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you better Nailed explain it. it. That's, a, yeah. that's for the video show. It's for the yeah, video, for the video show. show. He just gave that eye. That eye that's always looking you know, somewhere else. Yep, looking at two people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ever done an impression that caught fire? You were the first to do it, and then everybody imitated it afterwards, and it was just like, fuck. So there's a, well, there's a couple. Uh, so I, I don't, I know that somebody else did this impression first. Uh, shout out to uh, Brady Matthews. Do you know him? No. He's an amazing, you, you know Brady, he's, yeah, yeah. he's such funny a fucking guy. funny guy yeah. and so sweet and a really good impressionist. So he does a Mark Wahlberg and I do a Mark Wahlberg. They're different, but I know that somebody copied a bit that I did because a buddy of mine was uh, doing a show and he was like, oh, so some guy called him up. I don't know the guy's name or I'd out him right now. But he was like, hey, uh, can I get on your stand-up show? And my buddy was like, oh, I didn't even know you did stand-up, this other guy. And he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, what, what kind of stand-up do you do? And he goes, oh, I do impressions. And he goes, really? Well, what, what impressions do you do? And he goes, I do Mark Wahlberg. And, and he goes, oh, what's your Mark Wahlberg bit? And the guy did my bit on the phone. No way. And it's only because my friend had seen me do it a million times that he goes, the guy literally did your bit. And so I've seen a couple guys. And my, my, my uh, best friend, who, like I said, who opens for me, he will go to uh, um, like open mics and shit. And he'll go, there's a guy here who's doing. He goes, I can tell. Because he's seen me on the road do shit. He'll go, he's doing your this. Like not, you can tell that, he's, that they bit off me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he, he called to tell me not to like fight the, you know, like not even to argue with he the guy. He took your premise. Yeah. Well, th- that guy for the Mark Wahlberg took the premise. But Which I is can, so unique. Yeah, well, it's 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 ridiculous. It's like there, it's clear, and it's a very specific premise. Right. I, I, yeah, I, like Mark Wahlberg shopping for a baseball mitt. Right. Like, not, yeah. And wait guys, a minute. That's so odd. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's so when, when I do the bit about I, I go, why is Mark Wahlberg always out of breath? And then I do him like doing this whole thing about how no matter what he's doing, he's he's exhausted, and I and it's like very. Like it's a there's a story and then I'm like why is he in Transformers how is he out of breath they drive everywhere and like you know I I go through the whole thing and the guy was like dude he was he just was like doing you have your to do man. it now obviously <sighs> what's up man <sighs> what's up dude you good <laughs> you say <sighs> and I'm like Mark you how are you out of breath you know, you act like you just ran a five k you did not just run a five k you were sitting at the bar. Eating a burger, drinking a beer. I go, this is every Mark Wahlberg movie. You know it's a cop movie. And then it's just like this guy like breaks in going like, I want to see Detective Johnson immediately. And then I'm like on a stool and I just turn. You fucking want Detective Johnson. You fucking got <laughs> and I do like this it's like that's the one where I do like it's like not a voice match because it's funnier to me to like do something ridiculous right 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 right. but right. that is clearly my bit yeah. you know yeah. and um, and Brady does him exceptionally well different 
about um he goes he and then he just keeps asking the same questions. His is amazing, but they're just very different versions of the same guy. And you both sure. and we you know you go oh yeah those are two different very different takes, but I think very accurate on the same guy. Right. And I and I've heard, but I know I've heard people do. Um, his, uh, I've heard people do Mark Wahlberg, and I go, "You're definitely, I, you're copying Brady." Like I just have heard it. A- Andy, sure. uh, Andy Samberg hits the big SNL one, right? Where yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, tell, yeah, tell yeah. your mother I said hi. Well, you know, apparently, which is a good hook. For Brady him. did that. He said that line for his audition. He sent in. Like, tell your ma. To, he he goes talking to animals. He went to a farm, and he filmed it. And uh, for real, and uh, and then he he did that for his audition like 15 years ago. SNL steals everything now across the board. I had sketches back in the day at Acme that I would see on Mad TV. Yeah, and I go, wow, and it was such a unique sketch. We're like, there's no way. Yeah, and we knew the we knew the people came to the show. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because if you sue, then you get blacklisted, and then all that other fucking. Well, that's what somebody had said. Rod Robin Williams was a great writer. I don't believe Robin Williams was a great writer. Well, you know, they said he took a lot of shit. He took a lot. He took took a lot of material. I will say this though, he wrote a check every time. He wrote checks. So that's a thing. So David Spade has this thing where somebody opened for him supposedly. And um, he came to breakfast the next day with a stack of hundreds. I, I don't. It was like ten thousand. And he goes, "You know that joke you do about um, coffee?" He goes, "No, you don't." And he and that to his opener, and he paid the guy ten thousand dollars. I mean, he paid him like That's a great. great amount of money for yeah. it. And he goes, "It's my joke now." And obviously, Spade is. A very fucking funny guy and a yeah, great writer. But really look, funny. if you're paying for a joke, right. no comedian's really going to turn that down. Because if you're talented enough, great. I can just write another fucking joke. You're well, going to be a ten grand. Yeah, for the truth well, is, yeah. they all have writers. Yeah. There's no way you yeah. can make movies and TV shows no, and yeah, then create a whole new hour. Chris yeah. Rock, that is that's famous. All those bits were they were helped. He was helped. Well, so so definitely, um, they all have writers. Well, so he Chris has a. I know one of the guys that's on his team. Well, Louis like, C.K. was one of his writers for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. that's how they were absolutely, right. yeah. absolutely. And so, and he would they what he I actually asked him. I go, does Chris write all this stuff, or do you? What do you do? And he goes, honestly, he goes, he writes like ninety nine percent of it. But what we'll do is he will ask four of us. There's like a group of them to come to a stand up show and watch. Him do it, and then afterwards they go out for dinner, they punch and they it just up. and they punch and they figure it out together. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I don't and think if so you're either. paying for it. And same uh, with Frank like, Sinatra didn't write any songs. It, exactly, and because like today in today's world, like they'll rip on Drake for having ghostwriters and all that shit. Like what's or in Kanye, what's, Elvis what's, didn't write a exactly. single song. I don't what's think the he wrote harm one. Not and bringing a, a bunch not of one. people together, literally and not them one. To make and he didn't give. You know, Elvis is the, one of the most famous guys. Eminem has a great lyric about how he's one of the most since Elvis the most famous guy to make a white man to make money off of black music. That's and true. It's like every, the songs that Elvis took were all like black. You huge know, Hound Dog's a huge hit. Huge. For, yeah, that woman. Yeah, and, 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 then, he takes and, and those yeah. aren't his songs. No, and he didn't give. No, I don't. You know, it's like. Obviously, he made them successful, but I, most people don't even know that. He wrote them all. Yeah. And so, well, I mean, it's, like, Kesha wrote the latest Britney Spears song. Did oh, she really? Did yeah. she? Good for her. But yeah. she probably but got, she, she got paid but for it. But they openly say it. Like, yeah. hey, I I wrote these songs for Britney. No, that's yeah. great. And, and everybody's like, oh, man. Ed that's Sheeran amazing. wrote get, for Bieber. gets them excited. That's right. Ed which Sheer- is the one song I like from Bieber. Which, that Ed Sheeran it's an wrote. amazing song. It's a good song. A great song. My mama don't like you. <laughs> it's a good song. And he goes, you, you'll make more with this, yeah. and I'll make the royalties on it. The royalties yeah, for the, the money the is anyway. The publishing is the money is where it's at. That's the real money, so gives a fuck. And he wants it heard by the number one pop guy in the world. Yeah. So it doesn't fit his style but he had the idea yeah, yeah. Well, i'm sure it, that happens to, to you guys as comedians because we do that so we'll come up with a bit or something but like well we can't really do this but like vince marcus could definitely pull yeah, it off for sure yeah. like well here, my buddies and i will do that where he, he they go um 
they'll they'll like I had an idea for Trump like that this happened um my uh, uh my buddy Seth has this amazing idea but it's it's tough because to make any sort of Trump thing now it's like it's so passe so who gives a shit but yeah. this was like when he first started campaigning and he was they were filming him just talking and he said isn't it weird and his wife works with special needs children he goes if you just take the telecast about what was said and you didn't know it was Trump and you just took it word for word, pause for pause. He goes, doesn't it sound like someone with special needs? Like it sounds like a of course s- it does. Some, and he does a, an, so an exact the speech, exact speech. Yeah, that Trump gives and, and then in just a normal voice. And then he just does like a lot of people, and he does like a special needs voice, and he goes, "We're gonna build a big wall, the biggest wall." It was so funny. That, and then he was like, "But I don't do the Trump," and like you know, so he and I did it. I'm telling you, like, it was – people were like, oh, my God, that's true. Like, it worked, but he he didn't really do Trump. So he just – he was like, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I feel like a lot of comic friends – like, we've always punched up each other's always. stuff. Always. Hey, man, yeah. I got like, to How many times you. have you guys sat together at dinner and drinks after your show and just talked about each other's sets and shit? That's, well, that's what every comic like does. Every Especially every when night. your best friend is yeah. a feature up on that. It's great, that. man. That's why I do it. I it say, gets so polished. Yeah. I, he'll, he'll take notes in the back, or he'll be like, oh, man, you that ad lib was keep that. Yeah. You know? Uh, or one time, so I have this joke about Salvador Dali clocks, and he goes, sometimes you say melting and sometimes you don't. He goes, they're not hearing. People don't know who Salvador Dali is. So we were in D.C. at the loft, comedy loft, like two weeks ago. And uh, and then I do the, the, the melting clocks, and it gets no laugh. And, it, and I just go, Seth, didn't work. They still didn't get it. Like on stage, and you just hear him laugh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're only doing a joke, though, for that one so comic I, in the back where you're just hook. like, Cool. That's, that's Did you get it? Did you get it? Yeah. Yeah. I go, how was you. that? I said that. I go, how was that? Does that make more sense? And then, I'm, and then he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have done that in a fucking packed room. Yeah, and course. I'm like, all right, cool. Anyway. anyway. Uh, yeah. And then you just go on. Yeah, that's because funny. it's a community. Think about how all, I mean, writer's rooms are all, it's soundboards. Yeah. You know, like that's, so why wouldn't it? Of course it works for stand-up. It's a different, it's, it's, it's a relative of the same thing. Well, even when you shoot the show, they like whatever sitcom you would work on, you would shoot it. They'd yell "cut." That all the writers would gather yeah. up. They'd, they'd hand you new lines and yes. just go, "All right, from the top, take it." And there's a studio audience there, and it takes like a few minutes to get everybody. And everybody's like, oh, "I was gonna say when I get through this, do I say this?" And all of a sudden, we do it again. And then you know, you shoot a week for 22 minutes. Yeah, yeah. 22 minutes of television a week. I know. And it. millions of dollars. It's insane. Yeah. And it's sometimes you're still watching. You're like. Really? That's the best you could come up with after a week? Those are the jokes Well, that's what always with? people always rip on SNL, and I did... Were you ever up for SNL, by the way? So, I got... Um, I was asked to audition. Uh, everybody there was super cool, and they had reached out to friends through friends, and they were like, hey, can... Um, uh, what's Kite doing right now? And I was on a Two Broke Girls at the time. Okay. And so, I wasn't able to audition, and I put together a tape... But I think um, after the show, but they don't take anybody who's been on shows before. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Did, yeah, yeah. They, did you want the pay cut to yeah, well, SNL? That, to go to It'd New York like for one, five grand a week. Maybe one-tenth yeah. of what you yeah. were It's, it's 5000 a week on SNL yeah. for yeah. your first year. They don't year. care. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, respect. But I think, you know, I did – Jamie Foxx had a sketch show, and I was the white guy on it. And, you know, it's such a humbling experience. I mean, I always loved, in Living Color was like, we talked about this off mic, but it's like, to me, that was like, that made me want to do this for a living. And I love SNL, and I love Mad TV, and I I really do. I love those shows. And I think that it's so hard to imagine what it was like 
for someone else who has never been in that environment. Those shows are fucking impossible to do. And you hear like people go like SNL sucks or whatever, and you go, dude, it doesn't. I said, it, you, what they're essentially doing is like a 24-hour a, a film festival, you know, where they're writing everything and they're shooting everything with, by the way, a new stranger who doesn't know how the fuck any of this shit works and now they have literally five days to do it. Yeah. And it's like, it is so hard. When we did it for Jamie, man, it, it, it's maybe like the hardest thing I've ever done. And it's, you don't, and then, oh, oh my God, Robert Mueller's in the news. Who does a Robert Mueller? Well, you do now. Right. Well, fuck. Because everyone goes like, they, can't even, they, they didn't even do that impression well. And you're like, dude. But don't you feel like they stand on their uh, laurels in a way where it's like, they're st- I mean, it's always a, a game show premise. It's the same hook. And you can see when one or two sketches because comes in and you go, that's a brilliant sketch. But like Jamie, the, the I, cowbell. I, I can tell you why, though, with the game show sketch. So when you go it's through. Easy. Yes. So when you go through that, that week and you're reading 80 sketches or whatever and, and they all suck. The one that you can always go back to is great. It's a game show. It works. Line up the impressionist. Impressionist, and there we go. And then it takes an hour to build the set for that. Yeah. And, 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 and they also, it depends on how week your host well is that's as well that's the and they thing. decide the sketches you know Correct. they go i want to do that or i don't want to do that or, yes. or or like you know when ariana grande was on i mean incredible uh she did uh they did a ton of impressions with her singing impressions she played jennifer lawrence on family feud she like did a lot of shit and you think well this this sort of is like you can write f- you know forever right where right. somebody older who isn't a live performer, maybe like they're not comfortable with shit. And there's horror stories about people that have come on the show who are like, no, I won't do that. No, I won't do that. No. And then you go, so you're sort of, and by the way, as they're doing it, the sand is sifting through time. So like you're running out of fucking time and they're going, no, I don't like any of these fucking sketches. I'd love to talk to Tina and Seth about the worst hosts they've had. Over the they, last like fifteen people have years, named, they've named they've names. named it. Haters named they've named they've names. Named SNL them. SNL was did the worst. Bieber. He said when he was there, it was Bieber was the worst, and um, he said uh, um, who else was really bad? Well, now oh, he's they, horribly depressed. So get off of him. What you didn't see? Bieber's horribly depressed. He's in a bout of depression right, right now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. wasn't about when, about. Yeah, not when about. he was on the show. Not when he was on the show. No, no. no. Now he finally saw the episode. Oh, he's and leaving that's what music. You didn't see yesterday. He's leaving music because he's so horribly depressed. Well, yeah, he's he's married gonna, to Haley Baldwin. He's not gonna fucking leave. I mean, he's he twenty-two he's done years for a old. While. He's, he's twenty-two. Joking. It'll be bad. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the big Is he news. Only when SNL did yeah. a book, yeah. one one authorized. They did one authorized biography of the entire show, and it's fucking rad. It's, it's about, amazing. It's about you a thousand should, pages. You and should they read named the, the one that's. You should read the one that came out it, that they that I don't know who bought the rights to it. Uh-huh. It doesn't exist anymore. I read it, um, and it is a very interesting read. <laughs> Not the Chevy Chase, the famous one from years ago. There's a no, new one this out. Is, this is one that w- they, they stopped printing in 85 or 86. And it's called, it's something like, it's just called Saturday Night, I think. Gotcha. And it is about the first 10 years of the show. But before they knew. It's wild as fuck. It is wild as fuck. And there's stories in it that you go, that can't be true. But at the same time, it was on such a, di- I mean, that, that, the, the, those five years after Lauren left, the show was in such a weird place, you know? And I think someone just wrote it because they were like, oh, this will be a cultural thing, having no idea that it was about to be the, the biggest show of all time. And so there's a lot of things that I think people probably regretted saying in print. That they could then because they could do shit ton of interviews with everybody. Yeah. And there was a lot of, 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 of people seem to agree on a lot of shit. Well, the thing that I found interesting about the the authorized one that I read was yeah, yeah live from New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Well, it's which is amazing. Amazing. Is the Eddie Murphy thing, 
where why hasn't he ever come back to to host the show and and pop up because uh, he didn't even show up for the reunion and they were like why that was the one guy who's probably the biggest star out of the entire it series him. it made him a star but lauren michaels wasn't there so somebody else had brought in Eddie. Yeah, Murphy. it was. Her name was Jean Demanium. Yeah. So it was Wait, the one year that the Lauren years, Michaels wasn't Eddie there. Eddie years were the years Lauren wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. I didn't so know that. Eddie, Joe Piscopo, <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey, Charles Rocket. Um, I'm trying to think of who were the big ones at the Oh, the, the year that they had Billy Crystal. That you know that that like when they had yeah. the famous people with oh, Anthony yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Hall, Robert Downey Jr. Well, that was after that was yeah. Lauren's first year. That's crazy. That's in '86 yeah. or '87. They tried to save it, and they and you know what? And then John Lovitz was the only one that carried over to the next yep. year, and then they got Phil and all. Anyway, but it was like that was a very weird time where the show Eddie Murphy was like the biggest star in the world, and he was on SNL, and he would he would tape his sketches. And they would just show them to the audience. So the audience. Oh, was that right? He wasn't there for half. He the wasn't time live. He was because no, because he was filming Beverly Hills Shoot Cop movies. Yeah, and that was the deal of like, hey man, just stay on the cast. We'll work around your schedule. So that's how they did it. And, and they were in Joe Piscopo, who was a, a star in his own right. Supposedly, like it really put a rift between the two of them because he was like, I, I thought he, you know, he thought he was the star, and like he would say stuff like he would do Frank Sinatra yeah, and he yeah, became yeah. buddies with Sinatra, and then he would be like, Frank wouldn't do that. And you're like, dude, it's a fucking sketch, man. Like, and he goes, no, but I know Frank. Frank is. Uh, is that how he burned? Because he, you, he was one of the biggest stars of SNL in those years. Eddie Murphy. No, Piscopo. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was. huge, huge. And then all of a sudden, he was like, uh, he took he, Johnny Dangerously, and then see you later. Well, he thought yeah. when, when he was on with Eddie Murphy that it was the two of them that made the show yeah. together, and they were both stars. It did make equally. the show. It did, but movie star wise, yeah. Eddie Murphy was a movie star. Joe Piscopo is not a movie yeah. star. John, Johnny, Absolutely. Johnny Dangerously is a pretty goddamn good movie, but that's... He's not the star out, of that. It's Keaton. Outside, no, it's Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But outside of uh, that, what else did he do after SNL? Really? Not steroids. Yeah. He was really good at that. He was really good at that. He's yeah. huge. And he was he was selling uh, like kind of like creatine shit for a while. I mean, he was he was selling workout yeah, products. Yeah, I was going to say, he... Um, you know who he... he He's like he was a lot of bad guys mm. in a lot of '80s movies. That's what he did, you know. He was sort of like a cable bad guy. Yeah, and the, the, you know it sucks because once you get pigeonholed, you know the, the the crazy thing about SNL is you can do. That's why like guys like Bill Hader or Sandberg or Tina they they can write their own right history because they you know they did a show that showed them doing a million things. So then to get off that show and then have to do the same thing over and over and over again, yeah, it's gotta it was suck. Just, it sucked for him. It just was yeah. It, it, and some people killed. are great at sketch, Dan yeah. Carvey. But he can't play himself in some weird in some weird way. He's yeah. not. He doesn't hold the frame for more than four or five minutes. Same with um with uh, Mike Myers. Such a good. Was, and, but his movies were sketches, long sketches. Yeah, yeah. And he's the same. Yeah. But I do think he's a great actor. He's a really strong actor. They are. Listen, he's burned bridges. All he, the, he, a lot oh of, yeah. A, he's hard to a work. A lot of bridges. Yeah. yeah. A lot of bridges. Well, who wait? Who? What impressions do you do? So my first one was Matthew McConaughey. Like I was the dude who did that on. Like when Funny or Die first got started, they invited like thirty comedians, and they said, "Hey, man, we're starting this this new channel, this this new in, in, you know inner inner web thing." They, they they weren't really sure whether it was going to be an app or a website and all that stuff. And they were like, they had the landlord sketch, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. So they invited you know thirty comedians to come in and do bits, and they said, "Look, there's going to be four videos up here. Make a sketch, and if you're up there, we're going to put it with the landlord, and that's it." Well, at the time, nobody was doing. It was like uh, 2006. Landlord, you mean the Will Ferrell thing? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Rose that that one we already knew was in. 
the corner and that was going to be the sketch. Right. And nobody was doing Matthew McConaughey. And I did this, this sketch called Matthew McConaughey Can't Get His Shirt Off. So it, it was a, a bit about, I mean, now, you know, a million people have done McConaughey. And then I ended up doing it with Taron Killam on there. And then we did three McConaughey's and a baby. And they made kind of oh, like yeah, a Oh, yeah, who mini- was the third guy? You, Taron, and who? Uh, Joey Kern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that Funny. sketch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... In it, but it ended up like that was when you made a sketch on the internet, and when it went viral, they put it on like E. Oh, it was huge. So, like, Seacrest used to do this uh, top 10 stories of the day. Yeah. And then that was like number three. And then, uh, so like, those, those came out. But once that McConaughey came out, yeah. So every single person was just like, you know, and it was, it was always the same. I, because I, for SNL, one of my SNL tapes was mm. uh, uh, McConaughey selling a tequila, and he was like, what I need is three fingers and a glass. No cube goes down smooth, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like that, and everybody, but you know, it's the same thing. Everywhere you go, everybody asks you to do that shit. Yeah. Well, then everybody started doing a McConaughey. I didn't get SNL. Taryn got it. Right. And then he did McConaughey on SNL, and right. I was like, motherfucker, I was the one doing that. Yeah. But he's he's a great guy, and it's like, what are you gonna do? It's an impression that everybody does, you know, sure. like. After and that. they need they, somebody wrote the sketch, and then they go, "Hey, who does it?" No, I, I, well, I wrote the sketch, so I wrote the first one. And no, so, so he SNL. SNL. Oh no, no, no! I, I don't know who wrote the sketch. By the way, Lily Harrelson was on. Yeah, and that's and right. for True Detective, that's yep. when he did it. Yeah, and so you know it, they did it because obviously Woody and, and McConaughey are best friends. Yes, and like they and you could like they wanted to do something about that, you know. And Matthew, by the way, they said. Um, would never let when he hosted. They weren't going to let because you know Jim Carrey obviously did him on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was upset about that apparently. Well, I, so I have a crazy story. So when Funny or Die launched, right? They picked mine. So they picked Matthew McConaughey. Can't get his shirt off. It yeah. was the landlord. Uh, Nick Thune is a buddy of mine. He did a sketch called I think it was just called Nick Thune Masturbates. Another guitar guy. Yeah, and he walks in and you know it's like a thirty second sketch where he, where he gets caught masturbating and that was it. It was really fucking funny, but yeah. And I forget who the fourth thing was or whatever but i had met mcconaughey five years prior at a party this oscar party right and i just kept running into him out for some reason yeah and so i knew his manager gus we all became friends and then accidentally like because he would tell you to do these things with him where it was like we were this this oscar party right and he's like i tell you what man we're gonna go down to the bar get these girls man we're gonna take them back to my place my hacienda and fucking party you know and i was like no Here's what's going to happen. And then I, I did the voice back to him, and I was like, we're not getting the girls. You're probably going to be shoved down in the dirt, and I'm going to leave with all four girls, and then, you know, I'll be having a party at my house the end. Yeah. So he didn't really care. Like, you know, he was just a cool f- fucking guy because I'm like you. I like the people that well, I do. Well, that's what I'm saying. Your impression is um, it, it's not necessarily flattering because, like, you don't say anything bad about him. Right. But it's, it's – And I like, tell, I like them as, as people. You yeah, can yeah, yeah. tell when, when – Like, I, Alec Baldwin to me on SNL seems – mean and vindictive which is why i i don't like his trump because it's coming from a place of like this nasty fucking hatred that doesn't play well to me whereas well, when it's also not a great impression it's not it's not no, yeah. he's it's just not. trying to high road trump an the emmy, whole time emmy nominated no. guest acting impression it's no. really not he, he, he does his, tony bennett's great yeah. like the yeah. thing is tony yeah good. tony bennett is good yeah it's yeah. good it's good he looks it's, like it's him. good it looks like he's him, yeah. famous yeah. that's really why it's good but you're right whatever that, it's funny whenever they have on like um a celebrity like super celebrities on they're like oh, we hear you do like a, yeah. a thing and then the, the audience is like that's amazing and i'm like that didn't sound anything like that guy. that's like spacey yeah. spacey would yeah. go through his whole 
the whole list of uh, uh, here's me doing Pacino and Clinton, and you're like, yeah, they're what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then everyone's okay. like, "Yeah, there's yeah. a hundred guys who can yeah. do it way better." I was say, they're like, "You're like, yeah, man, I guess at it's, a party you'd get a yeah. laugh." I was gonna yeah. at a party you'd get a laugh. You'd get a laugh. That is yeah. So yeah. fucking, but dead not on stage. No. On stage, people would go, eh, "Oh, he does Catherine happen, but yeah. he's clearly taking that from Marty Short." Yeah, he did it years ago. <laughs> yeah. like it's like you know, uh, yeah, it's the funniest yeah. thing. So. But but you can but, tell yeah, it's I, so I don't like it when it comes from a place of nastiness and like like you take George Bush, he was not a liked president. Yeah. But Will Ferrell made him a lovable character on SNL. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Dana so Carvey yep. and, and his father. So yep. like I, I agree. I don't give a shit if you don't like the president for sure. But just make the impression at least come from a place of like. Well, that's why my Trump. It isn't like my not feelings aside, but it's like I try to pick apart just like the ridiculousness of him. But but and I'll I can say uh, which I do I say mean things about him, but when I do the impression, it is making fun of his the, sort of this this the things that I think are crazy about him. Right. And but it, it's not like fuck Colbert this guy. does the same thing. Do you watch Colbert? Love him. Every monologue he's basically goes after. But the thing about Trump is that Trump. It, Trump has destroyed he, – he, he's vindictive towards other people. So to go back at him, is all, it's like him and Rosie O'Donnell. He, he likes the sparring. Yeah. So for people to fuck with Trump, it doesn't feel as bad as fucking with like George Bush or other presidents who, who had some no, modicum of – No, Bush is like – he's probably in a bathtub right now painting dogs or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Something. I, I hate Colbert because I think Colbert dogs. switched his material for ratings. Whereas the, the I po- think it's the way he thinks. I think that's his, the left it's a belief was so system angry that he anyways, sticks in. That, that Trump won sure. that it was like fuck this. Sure. And now he's up in the ratings over Fallon. Where if it's me sitting down at eleven thirty, yeah, I go all Fallon because it's fun. It's light. I have enough fucking news Colbert. in my day that I don't need to rewatch for sure everything that's going on in my day on Colbert. You know, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's what you want out of it. Yeah, I mean, right. you know that he's going to be politically charged. I think he was funnier before when he was doing satire instead of just being direct. Which the he's the way last more one I loved, now. the Colbert Report, I loved. Yeah, yeah. I do oh, think same Colbert here. is so uber like, talented. In the same way so he can throw in any voice. I mean, the dude's a freak of nature. It's so Amazing. much more yeah. subtle, subtle. Comedy is always better. Like, if you're just pounding people over the head with you something You know what it is? Part of it is, though, it's a longer format. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. there is a responsibility to have a, a connection with people, whereas like the Colbert Report, it's it was essentially it could have been a Weekend Update character. It is, yeah, yeah. It's that that, but, but twenty three minutes with commercials. He has a guest. It's very light. You know, you you're never tired of it, right? Whereas an hour, it's it's just it's fucking hard, man. Like yeah. and to do it five days a week. Yeah, that's the thing. And both really... him and Carell auditioned for SNL. Imagine yeah. if they did Weekend Update together. I mean, that would have been an all timer. Did you see the incredible. documentary about the Dana Carvey show? I, uh, to, Have you seen that? On Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. So, it's good. so I know Bill Katz's buddy. You know Bill. Yes. Bill's it's the so most funny. famous people ever for a show yeah. that just didn't work past one season. It was so ridiculous, though. Crazy. I mean, but that's the thing. So when you earlier when we were talking about game shows, they work. And here's the thing about America. We are still a very safe country like what we'll laugh at because i'll watch british tv those panel shows they will take the piss out of each other so hard yeah but like if somebody makes a joke on fallon or something the audience is like ooh, ooh. like we're yeah. so sensitive yeah. in our comedy and so the truth is like dana carvey the the, the, the opening sketch was he was you know breastfeeding yeah. as the president and um 
like the, the the network was like no we no uh uh-uh. uh and they they literally could see home improvement where yeah. th- they were watching the ratings drop you could see it as it was happening live and it's like yeah because america is not ready for that so when snl does like safe things or quote unquote safe things america that's what america is, is into they're not they don't want to get their their brain pushed but right. it can be done not on abc Chappelle, they don't Chappelle's first sketch on the first episode was the black white supremacy. Yeah, on cable. On ca- on Comedy yeah, Central. No, that's my point. No, no, no. Cable is is the wild wild right. west. Cable's so is the fine, internet. But you can't do it on Netflix. No, the Dana Carvey show yeah. was on ABC right after Home Improvement. Wasn't the general <laughs> consensus yeah. from that documentary that it was just too smart? Like people didn't yeah. get it. I mean, it was, it was a lot of edge. things. It was like it was a weird show for again for network TV. They tried like, to break the mold. Yeah, you can't do shit like that. People anymore. aren't ready for it. It's kind of like they're bringing back. They brought back Saget to do America's Funniest Home Videos <sighs> after dark. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it, but it's super depressing. Yeah, of course, like, man. It's like it? it's well, on network, and there's like, oh, we're dirty, and it's like. No, no you're, you're not. not. You're not it's that dirty. network. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like there the, the, there was less. Like Fox was like, we need viewers, right? Mm-hmm. So they had The Simpsons, which people were like a cartoon family in prime time. Good luck, Flintstones. Um, you know, they, they, 30 then, years later. Yeah, 30 <laughs> years later. Yeah, exactly. And then they were like, oh, Married with Children, which I fucking love, which was like so a good. satire of sitcoms. So and then people, but, but. They were too smart for their own good, and same with the Living Color, because Jamie uh, Fox would t- tell some amazing stories. He was like, "I'm like, how did you guys get that on the air?" He's like, "The network didn't. They didn't think we were going to succeed. No. They didn't give a shit about us." And so you go, "Oh yeah, so that can happen." You know, everyone was watching. I remember when when I was in school, everyone was like, "Did my guy? Did you see that Michael Jackson sketch last night?" Like, holy shit! Yeah. And we were so impressed. Whereas, like, they there's too much. Uh, there's too many network hands in that shit, and that's and, why networks dying. It is. Have you seen what the ratings are, dude? It's crazy. Brother. Shows last night, like huge dramas are like a point five. I was just when we, we so were like, an only two six... and a half million people watch. You guys get more downloads than that. Oh, we, on oh, a fucking yeah. episode, yeah. dude. Of and, this, that's yeah. why. Yes. what you guys are doing yeah. is the next frontier. And yep. Networks are dying, and they're fighting. That's they why have, CBS is going all 5, access. We have four point five million listeners, and it's it's getting to the point where like, it's, we we're higher than Colbert. So great, you can go sit on Colbert for eight minutes. You right. can come here for an hour and fucking chill out. Like, for right. sure, you're getting more time. You can I talk know. about whatever the fuck you want. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm not going to cut it. I so. mean, it's like when TV started with Sid Caesar and those guys. They the got away best. with murder. They could do anything because people were like, "It's fucking television." Nobody gets yeah, shit. All of a sudden, television took off. Like All in the Family ended in 1979, and Rob Reiner was on that show. The most liberal dude of all time was on that show. Yeah, we, like what the fuck happened in the 80s? Everybody got risk averse. At well, some point, right? Yeah, you couldn't make that show today. You couldn't make no, no, no fucking way. But yeah. why? Nothing's changed. I don't know if you could, you could on YouTube Sanford Red. Sun. You like, could make it on YouTube life, Red or something. Oh, life, no, we were yeah. talking about fucking cartoons. Like, yeah. before we started. Yeah. Like, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. There's no yeah. way in fucking hell that that sees the light of day on any network. No. Today. But I'm what? Ne- yeah. But also, it's it, still Ren funny. and Stimpy was never on network, though. Well, it no. was cable. Yeah, yeah. It was MTV. MTV yeah. yeah, it was MTV. No, it was Nickelodeon. Oh, no, Nickelodeon. Oh, right. they, 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 oh that's show. right. You're making a yeah. kid show. You watch that now, you're like, whoa. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. What the fuck? Have you yeah. watched Nick Kroll's Big Was it Big Mouth or something? Oh, yeah. I love Big Mouth. Holy fuck shit. Oh, dude. God. It's Netflix. So funny. Netflix. So yeah. Again, you can get away with that on Netflix. So good. And they make the jokes in the show. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. we can really do this? It's, it's fucking so Netflix. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah we're not amazing. Yeah, but I mean, network television is trying to climb this rope, and there's like grease on the rope, and they can't make it up. They're the ones that put the grease on the rope. Well, they have like censors. They well, have that's the thing. So because they have to abide by these rules that, that network and YouTube don't have to, yeah. or right. cable doesn't have to we abide are by still, them. We are still a 
country run by a Bible Belt in terms of the censors because yeah. they because Stupid. they which is so they look at shows how they do in red states more like Thirty Rock. I love the show so much. People were like, "That was a hit." I go, "That was not a hit. It was, it was a hit yeah. in New York and L.A. Yep. Yeah. every season. It was, it was award canceled because they did the ratings. They were, ratings were, were bad. But if you look <laughs> but it's at a like great show, yeah. incredible show, it's an incredible yeah. show. and and it really poked fun at both the left and the Everybody, right. Yeah. But but. But red states just didn't get into it. Our show, Broke Girls, huge in red states. Of we course. premiered 20 million people saw our pilot. Well, why, and why do you think TBS bought the syndication? Yeah, yeah immediately. TBS We're second fastest show a, to syndication ever. a red ever. state fucking oh, it is. messiah, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. It is. And, and they, how, how, but how many episodes did you do? 138 all of Holy them. shit. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So you're good. I'm kidding. Whitney's good. Whitney is great. <laughs> good is that uh, you're you're not selling it. Right? And understand, yeah, yeah she's it's killing it. No, she's yeah. amazing, and she has new shows. All I mean, she is. Uh, I, I've said this many times. Maybe the hardest working person I've I'll ever met. Not even close. She's the hardest working like, person I've ever met. It's unbelievable. We're like, hey, you know, you should relax for a second or two. Oh, cannot. Can't. She writes, doesn't. performs. She just had the movie come out. She wrote and directed. I know. The female and brain. she's like pre- making shows left and right. It's she's incredible. Like, yeah. People don't. I think people think like they all. It's funny because we all know people who work hard, and then you sort of you see a next level because people were like well where did she come out of i never even heard of her and it's like she has been around for uh, so she's also you pen she's a smart oh very beautiful very smart. really funny amazing joke yeah. yeah yeah uh this is the point in the show where we get to the drinking bro of the week i think you guys have been, both been on the show so we've done it before since you guys are here i want to give it to a voiceover actor that is one of my buddies every time we come to la though he's always traveling his name is John DiMaggio. Um, he's huge. Oh, huge. Plays, he plays Bender. He's one of my he's everybody. great friends. Um, every time I come here, he lives life. He's one of those guys that just lives life. And yeah. He's like, fuck it, I'm traveling. Yep. First but you person, can when you're earning that kind of yeah, money. No, yeah, but he's on every thing. show ever. He was doing all of that shit in his house. He was the first person I knew that had a booth in his house and was like, fuck it. I'm, I wake up, I smoke weed, do the voices, and then I'm, I'm done by yeah. 2 o'clock. And yeah. I live my life in... Shit is great, and you should appreciate life. And I'm like, fucking a. But to that point, every time I'm here, he's appreciating life somewhere, usually in Amsterdam or whatever he is. So Johnny D, I love you, buddy. Johnny D, yeah. it's great, great, uh, great documentary. Yes, uh, that, documentary that he, about all the voiceover he produced it. No. Yeah, you love it. You would love it. Yeah, What's, and it's called "You Know This Voice," I think. Yeah, or uh, "Behind the Voice." Yes, or something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, it, it's it's. Fascinating, and he gets everybody because he's friends with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Do Billy you do West. a lot of that stuff? Uh, yes and no. I've only done a handful, and it's it's like that's the hard. I think that out of every business in this town, voiceover acting is the hardest because it's the one thing that's sheer talent. But also, people don't talent. get old, right? Like the and woman, they don't age. That's they, right. So it's not a look thing. No. And you can s- do it forever. Carlos Alazrock is a buddy of mine. Yeah, I love and him. And he just can't, him and love he must him. go to his mailbox and get checks voice. every day. So it is. I know that voice. Oh, I know yeah. that voice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, but that's the thing about voiceovers is like the guys can do Casey Kasem can do Shaggy that's right. for 40 years. That's yeah. right. So like you don't unless you can really come in and do something that no one is doing. Right. There's like there's about 10 or 15 people um who do if you look it up it's like it's insane. Everything. They do they do everything. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I can have one show have four different characters on it, and you can play them all. That's right. And yeah. I only need to hire one I'm, guy to do them all. Yeah. My, my bucket list, I want to hang out with Dana Snyder. You know who that is? Mm-mm. No. He the played Master Shake on Master Shake. Force, And then he's also on uh, 
Squidbillies. Adult Swim guy. So fucking funny. Again, I know that voice. I don't know the name, but I know that voice. Well, sometimes it's funny because I will have I'll get the privilege of working with these people, you know, and I I like hanging out with them because they're voiceover actors that only do that. They are there's something uh very unique about them just as people because they spend most of their lives in booths whereas we spend it on stage or you know like going to it's it's very we even audition like against each other so like it's like hey bud what's going on whereas like a lot of what they do is contained right it's very cool so they're, they're not necessarily performers in the traditional sense is what you mean they are but it, but it's just a, it's a different it's a whole different world they're, yeah they're like kevin michael richardson do you know him yeah he's he plays everybody. He is. He played. Um. He was the son on uh, Cleveland Show. Okay, yeah. You know he has yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is a huge black guy. Yeah. He is the nicest fucking guy in the world. So sweet. And I have just been a fan of his forever. And so we did. We work on this Netflix show together. And it was so funny because this guy who who he's just so there's something amazing about everything that he does. It's like contained in like one guy. It's incredible. It's it's really it's it's a very cool experience, and it's one of those jobs where at home, like, because everybody will hit me up and be like, "Hey, man, thinking about just being a voiceover oh, actor. I'm just I'm just dropping off. my job." It's like, no, that's not actually how it works. Good luck. Like, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's the hardest thing in this town. It is a hundred percent. Yeah, it is. That is impossible. No one realizes it either. They're just thinking, no. "Oh, it's just a voice. It's no, just talking." My God, like that was the hard because I've done some and I've been I've done hosting, stand up, TV, movies. Yeah. And that, out of all of the different things, was the absolute hardest. We were like, seriously? <laughs> like, you would go in and you'd fucking think you were destroying auditions. And you're like, you're not even close, man. Yeah. No, yeah. And th- because th- they th- also <laughs> want to work with somebody they know. They go, just call DiMaggio. They do. He'll be over here in 10 minutes. I, that's yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. They'll out. call me and they'll be like, hey, um, I, I, did some of, I, did, uh, I did an Alec Baldwin impression on Family Guy. And they um they called me and they were just like, hey man, does he do Baldwin? And then my agent goes, will you just like lay down like three lines doing Baldwin? And then they're like, all right, you're you're work tomorrow. Like that's how a lot of that shit that's gets cast. Yeah, yeah. You it's not it's you easy. What you and also the thing has to be recorded in twelve hours. You're not going to have a elaborate session. casting session. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. So it's like they want people that can do it, nail it immediately now. now. Right. Like because they're on a budget. And time, and you're especially with like a Family Guy thing where it's like Alec Baldwin just comes out and says like ten things or whatever. You are a such a small part of that episode, and and Seth has to do ten of the voices, and they're doing live music and all that's recorded right, by an right. orchestra. It's like, dude, just like I literally did the Alec Baldwin thing. I went in, I did it. Um, for I think I was in the booth. I'm not even kidding you. For less than two minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And then they called me back a week later and they're like, "Oh, we rewrote it. Can you come back in?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course." So I come back in another two minutes. And they're like, "Great, thanks, man. T- take care." Yep. That's how take I do. Care. Robot chicken. You validation. The same. Oh, you walk in, you say the line, and they got, and you're like, and Ro- then you feel guilty. You're like, chicken. "Could I? I could do it again." They go, "No, no, we got it. We got See it. You. Thank got you. It. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah. They, they want because by the way, all they do is listen. People don't understand like the ear. It's like my cousin is a is an amazing musician, and they're so funny. Like what I'll watching him listen to a piece of music is so insane because he's listening with different ears than I am, and he is like, "Yeah, right there." Like because he produces and he's in a band, and it's amazing because when you hear these guys listen, like I'll, I did a, a American Dad with the same people, you know, and they were like, "Just be a cowboy," and I the line was one line I had was just kind of like, "We're we're coming." And then he was like, can you just do like the coming a little bit shorter? We're coming. And, he, and he's like, no, a little bit shorter? We're coming. And you go, yep, that's it. Go. And yeah. like that, that was it. They, exactly they it. listen like a machine. Yeah. And then it's not like if you can't do the performance, you wouldn't be there. So then they're just fixing the technical 
to like have you be a part of the show because it's still going to be under time, you know, yeah. constraint and all that other. It's shit. all music. Can, I did you work with Burroughs, Jim Burroughs? Did he, he did the shit? pilot. Of he did Broke it, right? Girls. I thought he did. He did, and then I, he's done a few. Uh, uh, do you know Jimmy Burroughs? He directed. Yeah, I know of him. Yeah. I, I've never he worked. He directed every episode. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers one of the biggest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real, real yeah, bombs of shows. He's yeah, he's living friends, in a Will and Grace. House. So he would during rehearsal on Will and Grace, he would shut his eyes and turn the other way and just listen. Yes. And he would listen, and it was you could hear it. You would just you could hear the jokes, and it was like music, and he yeah. could hear Editing it in his head. He was because yeah. he would he wouldn't look at the monitors. He's the only guy that I've ever seen who he doesn't look. That is fucking impossible. Yeah, I, like that yeah. is some matrix shit. Well, you better trust your cameraman too, because to, well, ca- to capture it, yeah, it's something. his crew. So when we were doing it, he was like, um, I can't remember this operator's name because he only worked on the pilot with us. But he would he would literally be like, he would be watching the scene and he'd be like, Hey, Phil, did you get there? No, you're about a foot short. Where and he goes, Yeah, foot short. He goes, All right, we'll do it again. And he's watching the scene and he can see. Yeah. You know, like there's a bartender who's really famous who's in Tokyo um, named Oweru-san, and he can make cocktails without using a jigger, which is like, yeah, everyone's like, I can do that. I go, you can't. The, he can do them because the weight of the bottle, that is a master of his craft. I have seen him make, I'll go to, when I, when I visited him a few times, and I will just sit at the bar, and I will just watch him make cocktails for an hour. And he, he would just go like, I want uh, you know, uh, something with like six ingredients, whatever it is. And he will hold the bottles and you will see him into a glass. And then he will shake it and he will pour to the fucking rim. It's like, uh, and that is a guy who, uh, Jimmy does that with cameras. It's like, that just takes a lifetime. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. That's funny. And everyone thinks they can do it. I, I told can't. that story. And people, can't. Yeah, Everybody thinks they can do all this shit. I can have a huge podcast. Yeah. I could be an actor. I could be a fucking voiceover. Yeah, yeah. You can. You can. If you could, you would. You would. You That's would. right. And it's um, like, he's amazing at that, though. Yeah, guys, this was a fucking pleasure. Yeah, man. it was Dude, fun. We okay. could, this is one that could go I like walk in and Johnny's 19 here. I'm like, hours. Oh, Kite's here. And oh, that's the thing Lord. is, by the way, for the audience, we we had no idea, but obviously we know both of you. So yeah. it's like, fuck, fuck it. it. Let's do just it. throw them on. Let's do it live. I'm on my way. Do it live. Uh, for Jonathan Kites, Jamie Taylor, Jared Taylor, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. We're the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. <laughs>